And with that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 40th episode of No Country for Big Men. My name is Patrick Leapart, and I am joined by my fellow co-hosts, Ryan, a.k.a. the Tiger King. You got that nickname because you recently acquired some cats. So, you are now the Tiger King. Hopefully, you don't treat them like Tiger King treated his tigers. Uh, And we are also joined by Jack, a.k.a. Lovely Locks. I saw Jack recently over this past weekend for our annual fantasy football draft. And man, his hair is looking great. Just got a haircut, trimmed it up. Look at look at that flow right now. Spectacular. All the listeners, they can look. I think it looks yeah, beautiful, go- Jack. But Thank I you. think I understand where Patrick's compliment is coming from. Because it looks exactly like Patrick's hair. <laughs> it does, it does. So, real, recognized, real. Am I right? I might say it looks better on Jack, though. I I know. I mean, I know it does. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everyone to episode forty. We got forty down. So, how about another forty to go? Eh. Well, thanks for joining us on this wild ride. We're gonna keep on going. Like I said, forty more episodes to go, and then another forty after that, and another. We just keep going. We just keep going. Or a All- Sixers Warriors finals. Or that. Yep, that's the only thing. <laughs> that is the only thing that will stop us. Um, so, per usual, during the summer, there isn't too much basketball news to cover. But, but you know, we do our best. We manage. However, today, for episode 40, we've decided to bring on a very special guest. And I think you guys will appreciate this man's perspective because he is, unfortunately, a Nets fan. Sorry for that quick jab right there. Uh, but you know what? Let's welcome our friend Jake, a.k.a. the Nets fan, to the show. Jake, thanks for coming on with us. Hey, man. It still beats being in, in uh, Newark, though, so you know. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, but, you know, I just, first off, just got to say... <laughs> We'll take it. We'll take. Just, uh, we'll take Angry Snake. That beats playing in Newark, New Jersey. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure yeah. Pat knew where Newark is. No, you know it's some, it's somewhere over there. Um, but first, just gotta say, just gotta say, you're very brave for joining us on our show because you're gonna be talking to two asshole Sixers fans and an obnoxious Warriors fan. So, are you ready for it? You ready for the heat? I've never said a word. I've, I've had so much heat the last few months, and it's all just been bottled in. Thank you for inviting me and allowing me to <laughs> use some of that. I'm all right. Well, well, let's uncork that bottle. And, uh, you know, I just want to start off with, you know, discovering the origins of, of you becoming a Nets fan. Like, what, what how, how did that start? Was it early in your days, or was it, did you grow why? up in Brooklyn? We're talking yeah, New Jersey. Why did you choose this? We're, talk, we're talking New Jersey, okay? Born and raised two zero one, fair lawn shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, they played in East Rutherford, the Meadowlands. Now nah, that was like a quick drive uh, growing up. So went to lots of games. Uh, they actually did play in Newark for a couple years. I think two years, maybe. Might just been one. I don't know. We could check. Mm-hmm. But that's in Scotland, Pat. Yeah. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Anyhow, nice. that was uh, really go- good in high school. So I went to like, I think 25 games one year. Um, wow. 
it was like you just paid the uh, fees. And then they moved to Brooklyn and I was depressed, but then I moved to Brooklyn. So it's good now. Bada bing. Are you are you still depressed? <laughs> it comes and goes. Feeling okay, feeling yeah. bullish. Okay. Well, we can talk about it. <laughs> Who were your idols back in the day? I'm talking like maybe a little Vince Carter, a little Richard Jefferson. Anyone else on that list? <laughs> Jason Kidd definitely got me into basketball. That was like the guy. Um, when you're watching the games growing up, and that's who you want to play. Like, he was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and then Vince Carter just dropping hammers and three balls. That was fun too, even though the team really did suck then. Um, <laughs> and then they got worse, and they got worse again. But then, you know, things started to get better. Kenny Atkinson, and uh, it got really fun to root for the team then. And then things changed. Yeah. <laughs> but then Kenny Atkinson stayed and they grew a nice nucleus and they're as happy ever after. So we thought. We still got Joe Harris. That's about it, I think. <laughs> Cam Thomas. Okay, okay. Let me let me ask, because there was a huge blockbuster trade between the Sixers and the Nets, and we have talked about that trade extensively here on this show so as a Nets fan just give me your initial thoughts after seeing the reports that you were setting Harden to Philadelphia and you were getting our boy Simmons <laughs> like what, what were your thoughts what was running through your head I mean at that point Harden was playing like a piece of shit you know he didn't care <laughs> he, like it wasn't you know you could play poorly and I have sympathy for that but when you just don't care that's hard to watch as a fan um, so Whatever they got, you know, seemed fine. And I guess we talk about buying low, you know, upside. Ben Simmons at that point, no one thought anything of him and still hard to think anything of him, but who knows, you know, until he starts playing, he could be as good as he was. So um, TBD on the trade, but goodbye, Harden. I just have a quick question, a little follow up, because I don't want to jump the gun too much. But Jake is also a Jets fan, so pretty sad existence. Okay. I'm wondering, when it comes to Harden giving up on the team, how many other players have you seen actively give up on your team? In games that matter, not a lot. And Well, how many games that matter are your team's <laughs> playing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I, I admit it. It's uh, As Ryan said, it's a sad existence, but uh, maybe that gives a, a fresh take on, uh, on losing you know, or, or winning. So you seem like you haven't really determined your stance on Simmons yet, but I mean, is there, there has to be some part of his game that excites you, whether it's his defense, that length that he brings and just his general court awareness and passing ability. Because I mean, we, we all saw what happened in that Atlanta series where he just choked and crumbled in the fourth quarter in the games that mattered, which you were just touching on. I mean, in the end, KD is going to be shooting that ball, but Simmons, you know, could be a nice asset. I don't know. Are you afraid or, or are you excited? So you, I got to admit, you wouldn't believe the redundancy with the insults I hurled at Ryan during that postseason. It was, yeah, it was obscene. Um, <laughs> and confirm. But that's what I was going to say. Pat, you just went full circle. You just, you just, you just took exactly what 
you what you hated for so long you're like now it's your problem <laughs> no for sure but i still contend with all of this being said that the ceiling for the current roster is damn high so let's see what happens boys we're rolling the dice <laughs> i'm more pissed he has seth than honestly yeah i mean there's they lost depth but they still have depth joe harris coming back uva alumni if i if i might add oof Okay, sure. You can add that. That's fine, I guess. I mean, there's so much drama surrounding your team right now, especially with KD. Did you... What were your thoughts when you saw him trying to leave after Kyrie had signed? Um, Were you just like, wow, this is just a dumpster fire? Or were you potentially excited with some of the assets that you could have gotten, given like Godair's trade, and now we just see Donovan Mitchell's trade? What what were your thoughts there? You could have had Pat Bev. You could have had Pat Bev. <laughs> no, it's a gut punch for sure, and that's why I still don't trust that that snake. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he could redeem himself, but he's far from it at this point. I think I respect the way the Nets played hardball with Kyrie, and obviously Kyrie seems to have some sort of pull on his buddy, which is unfortunate especially when you don't want to get assets. You want to win a title now, you know, especially for a fan of losing teams. It's uh, when you have this, this shard of hope, you seize it, even if it makes your hand all bloody. Wow. Oh, I like dropping wow, the analogies. Was, yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Maybe you should be a co-host here. Another <laughs> one. <laughs> We're going to need to get him his own mic. All right, uh, give me uh, give me your thoughts on Kyrie and just him as a person. Obviously, he's one of the best basketball players in the league, but I'm sure he has caused many headaches for you. Can I give a shout-out first to West Orange, New Jersey? I'd sure, if, yeah. yeah. Early shout-out. Okay. Early. So now that that's over, um, no, I mean, he wasn't someone I was excited when they acquired. Obviously, I was excited to watch him this season. I mean, that was he played incredibly um, but he's like you said, yeah, he's a headache, and that never really led to winning for the Nets, even you know the, the when he was great. So um, it didn't seem like it made sense to trade him, but I would have been happy if they could have found assets for him uh, versus Durant, where he's got such high value that I didn't see in you know reality where there was a trade that makes you feel good as a fan that wants to win. So keep, all right, keep Durant. Bye bye, Kyrie. <laughs> how do the Brooklyn Nets fare in the playoffs last year if they actually played together all year? I definitely think they were going to win it all. Like, I was pretty confident during the season. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit, I, fuck it, you know? Um, you, wait, you thought they were going to win it all pre-Harden trade or post-Harden trade? Pre-Harden trade. It, it was okay. I mean, I still thought it after, too, but I was really confident before. <laughs> <laughs> what a downward spiral! Oh, no. I mean, that team was great last year. In the you know when they were great, um, that game one wrecked them. Yeah, against Boston. Are you talking yes, about yes? Yes. Game one in reference to Boston. Oh. The wow. layup because I don't feel like any game after that was close. I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure having some level of rim protector in the future could help, but I still don't see one on the roster. 
Jared Allen would have been nice to keep with my boy Kenny Atkinson, you know. Um, yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's uh, Simmons. Simmons could be uh, Simmons. Is could Claxton be Simmons. Clacton's got a Deron Sharp. I don't know. Yeah, he's a G um, League player. I mean, Claxton <laughs> is good. Um, I think you know he's definitely talented with the ball around the rim and. He's very athletic, but he's got to, I think, beef up. He's been uh, getting outplayed. Like, he can't match up with Embiid. Oh, I mean, who can't? That's, like, the only only part of the matchup that worries me. Harden's just going to slide on his belly all around. I don't know. He's He's looking slim. He's looking slim. Is he really? No, he threw the cake. (laughs) He threw the cake off the boat. Yeah, he's not eating that cake. Old James Harden eats that. Actually, prime James Harden, a stripper pops out, but he <laughs> threw it true. in the ocean, and so it's a new man. It's clearly a new man. That yeah, I think it's a metaphor. Yeah, I mean, you know, for a few months at least. <laughs> I, I mean, never we'll saw him throwing the cake off the boat as a metaphor, but it totally makes sense. I thought he was just being a dumbass. I mean, you have a little baby just giving <laughs> him was quarter million cash as a gift yeah that's yeah at least make Jesus. it a gift card come on that's that's the tampering right he took the pay cut so they could sign pj tucker he took the pay cut so they could sign montrez harrell and now he's just getting quarter million of dollars in cash for his birthday so but what does daryl morey or michael rubin have to do with it what is i mean michael i don't Rubin's know you tell me the little baby <laughs> Yeah, but you can't not say it. I mean, I don't want to get also blacklisted true. in the LeBron James NBA media. Are we talking Mickey Mouse? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mickey Mouse is always there. He's always present, looming over us, our shoulders. <laughs> he's watching. Uh, he's watching us. So we gotta be careful what we say. All right, let me ask you what what are your, what are your thoughts on Steve Nash and just sort of how this Nets team has been managed? Because it seems like KD has had a say uh, to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Um, but you know, it seemed like they couldn't get a deal done, and now they're bringing KD back. Uh, but but your thoughts on on the GM, on, on the coach, Steve, and, and just how that's being handled. Yeah, so Nash is fine. I mean, I don't know if he fucked it up at all last year or the year, you know, in it so far. But at the same time, uh, they should definitely not fire him because the players want him gone. The star players. I mean, that's – I didn't think that was a very cool way for Durant to handle it, um, especially when he was just trying to – find something to leverage it seemed like you know he didn't bring that up for quite a while but at the same time i don't think he moved the needle that much either way nash did so far so um when you have those kind of talented players i mean that's number one and if they can't stick together coach coach can't win it for him this is also the like i don't know how kevin durant felt about like scott brooks and I don't know who his coach was. Like, I think it was like PJ Carlissimo or something like that in the when he was like the Sixers and early Thunder. But he trashed Billy Donovan in the famous when we found out he had a burner. Right, Billy Donovan was one of the people he was throwing under the bus along with Russ. We know that he had significant, at least 
basketball beef with Steve Kerr. And that seems to be part of the reason why he wanted out. And so it's like, you know, I mean, they eventually fired Scott Brooks. I don't know how Kevin Durant felt about that, like I said. But nonetheless, this is basically the third coach in a row, which Kevin Durant seems to not be able to really, like, see eye to eye with. And, I mean, as far as I'm, as far as I know, you know, Billy Donovan, Steve Kerr, I don't know what Steve Nash's philosophy is because I don't know, like, how you even handle this team. I don't even know how you build a philosophy of ba- anything basketball related to the way this roster has been built since they arrived. There's a lot but, of like, philosophy being talked about in that locker room. But like, nonetheless, like that's through that's three coaches in a row that he's now just pointed to as part of the issue. And they won, you know, they've been pretty successful. Most of those places, obviously kind of off the rails a little bit here in Brooklyn, but like, I don't know at what point, at what point might it be Kevin? But he's so friggin' good. That's the <laughs> shitty part. Like, yeah, where, of course do you, where do you draw the line? It sucks. Uh, most players you do that, you know, it's your team. It's hard to want them off your team. But if you're anyone else, you see that and you say, wow, that guy, he's a bit of a schmuck. You take, yeah, you... I mean, you take Kevin Durant 10 times out of 10, but it's just like, I don't know. I agree that it just seemed more of a leverage play than anything. But at the same time, like if he's having, if he has an issue with the actual coaching philosophy, then it, I don't know. It seems like, it seems like they can dictate that more than Steve Nash could. <laughs> and also you wanted to play with Kyrie. So there you go. I know Jack's kind of alluding to Katie being, an enigma in this way and, and a consistent negative presence with respect to his relationship with his head coach. But I will go out and say, this kind of makes you appreciate it. A person like Eric Spolster as a coach who was able to actually pull this off in one of the ways that we really haven't seen. I mean, Steve Kerr, you could argue in the same way of bringing together stars and making sure that everybody is happy. Everyone gets theirs, but that's much more homegrown than the type of thing we're seeing with the Nets or in the Heat with the Heat back in the early 2010s. And for him to maintain that cohesion despite the tough times, like, I, I mean, I don't like saying it, fuck the Heat, but like, those coaches, I think what we're getting at are hard to come by too. Yeah, I just, I also just like don't, I don't really. It's, you know, it's pretty. It was pretty hard for them to have any kind of like set in stone defensive philosophy with basically just i mean i i don't even remember exactly what they tried to do but it was just it was just too hard it just didn't have any personnel that could really try it much um but then offensively it's like it's just like those Kyrie and durand are so good with the ball in their hands it's hard to do anything else but at the same time like i mean i understand you know Kyrie had an incredible game one and um you know, played overall pretty well offensively in the series. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I know Durant was pretty stymied quite quite compared to his usual um, with, like, Tatum guarding him and others. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't see how they, like, they can't dictate it as much as Nash could. And if he's going to then throwing Nash under the bus, then I don't know. I don't really, I don't really see how, uh, that solves any of the issues when I I just see it as nothing but you know them kind of like trying 
to involve the offense more because Durant knows what that is. I mean, it wasn't like he held the ball at Golden State too much, and although at times I think they got a little bit frustrated with what he was doing, but at the same time, I just the 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 going at Nash stuff seemed to really be really weird to me when it's like I there, there's no reason why you, the most powerful person, not the owner in this organization, can't basically. I don't know, be more vocal. Maybe he was at the time, but it seems like, you know, like Jake said, just a last minute card to throw out there. But if he's having beef with Nash, then uh, I don't know. I, I see that reflecting more on him than on Nash, but maybe Nash is a terrible coach. I don't know. It definitely <laughs> seems personal, not basketball related. And right for the record, I thought they were coached fine. Um it was tough with how many players they had coming in and out the second year. More so the first year, yeah. it was uh, very consistent. I mean, their focus is on offense, obviously. You want to you know, take as many three-pointers as you can with that team and run up and down the court. And if you give up 110 points a game, that's fine. You could still win a whole lot of games. And that's how they coached. And where he had more control was at the end of games. And I could think of the last two years, three different instances where he played iso ball in the playoffs – huge games and he made the one to force it to OT sure but the other two he missed and overall one out of three I'm still convinced it's a bad shot especially when you have stars playing with you or you know very competent shooters at least if you get triple teamed pass the ball so uh, I guess probably expect more of that but who knows he's a great player I still think they can win it all oh well you still think so you still think that they could win it all next year sure I mean, what's the what's, what are the Vegas odds? Like, they're probably not bad. I I don't know. They're probably like eighth. Yeah, I think they Fifth. are like the second favorites in the East by Vegas. It's top three for really? sure. Yeah, I thought in the East it goes Celtics, Sixers, Bucks. That's the uh, I'm pretty sure the Nets are up there. And nah, if fuck not, you might want to uh, take it because <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of drinking what Jake's putting up. Yeah, so then who else do we want to talk about? What other teams, you know? I mean, well, I was going to ask if you hated the Sixers or the Warriors or both. What are your thoughts on them? Sixers. It's it's uh, you know, interstate rivalry. It's with the Warriors, obviously they're great and they've won so many games and you can hate on Steph for that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine that. that's fine you can yeah, do that fuck you. <laughs> but um there's, there's no like i don't it's hard to really feel any vitriol towards them uh maybe like the uh the vc folks sitting in the courtside seats those guys suck <laughs> welcome um but, bay area chads but so does philly and philly people like to talk shit i went i was in new yeah. jersey recently wearing a Mets jersey. Let's get a little shout out for the Metsies. South Jersey, I guess, I guess. Yes, yes. In Philly's country, down the shore, as we say. And a lot of shit talking going on from Philly people. That's Yeah, they they yeah. they don't care. They'll what say jersey something. were you wearing? Free Conforto. It was literally a free jersey, but also free Conforto. He's a free agent right now. I think he's about ready to come back. Someone should sign him. Wait, do you want him to stay free when you say free Conforto and he is a free agent? It sounds like he's doing it. 
let's get Conforto back. <laughs> Sign Lock Conforto. him up. <laughs> well, that's, that just speaks anyways to the nature of the Philly fans. So, yeah, got to go with the Sixers there. I feel like you would get pretty annoyed with the Warriors' success during its peak, though. Yeah, but how can you hate on just like a little kid wearing a Steph Curry shirt compared to a Sixers fan? Yeah, if it's That's a true. little kid in Philly country, he's probably spitting on you or an something. Asshole. Also, I got to admit, too, I rooted for the Warriors against the Celtics this year in the finals. It's For me, I me guess too. it's regional if we're, being, if we're being frank. It's precisely the pitch I made to these two, <laughs> despite their haterdom. Yeah. In years prior, he said it doesn't matter. It's thousands of miles away, and you don't want you don't want the other team in your backyard having a nice party that you're not invited to. But if you can't hear it and you can't see it, then you know is it really yeah, happening? It's not there. Well, yeah. I mean, Pat's in Oregon, and I can actually see the Chase Center in his window, so it is yeah. kind of in his backyard. Speaking of uh, teams in your backyard, you get real excited when the uh, backyard boys, you know, get all thirsty for Jalen Brunson and then uh, get totally blocked on Spite a D. Oh, look at that segue. <laughs> Damn. Um, are you talking about bring the in Knicks? some Knicks fans. <laughs> they don't <laughs> yes. even know what you're talking about. How did well, you I was not like, get that? I thought, no, I, 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 I guess we're going to throw some Knicks slander on. On the show, we're just talking shit here. They suck, though. I mean, you talk. We can make suck. fun of the Nets, but the Knicks are. Um, I don't think they improved. The Nets, they'll still be okay. Probably not. Thought... <laughs> Probably be pretty bad. <laughs> I'm just really excited to see Simmons and how his game has not transformed, and he's still the same old, same old. Um, I got an alert that said he's been working on his jumper all off season. Dude. Oh God! Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 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 Jesus. <laughs> we need a video. What is the yeah, split? Okay. What is it? Ninety ten of Knicks to Nets fans. How outnumbered are you in the greater New York area? So I'd say a lot of people that live in the outer boroughs seem like they're embracing the Nets now. Brooklyn people, people from Jersey, but otherwise it's mostly. Knicks fans, especially for people who aren't really a fan so much as they want to go to an NBA game, much more likely to go visit the Knicks. Um, mm. But the Nets also, you know, the, their tickets are way cheaper. They don't sell out. Um, so pretty casual vibe for Rye Guy and I over here. A little walking distance action. Might need to catch a two-tree games. Yeah, I like um, that. Barclays... Barclays Center is pretty nice too. I'm, I mean, I've never been to the um, Madison Square Garden, but I mean, Barclays pretty nice, pretty nice. Well, and that's why it's Jake nice. was trying to slander the Knicks. That wasn't coming out of nowhere. It's well, um, we we're experiencing it constantly. Yeah, and and go back to this. Oh, you think I want to pay a hundred dollars to sit behind a column and watch Jalen Brunson muck it up? No, thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and. Even if Durant's a snake, he's gonna hit three pointers. I'm gonna go watch that. What um what are your thoughts on the Brooklyn fan base? As it seems like you've been following the team for a while. 
But, you know, recently you got Kyrie within the past couple of years. You got KD and you got Simmons. I'm not sure if that does anything, but you probably had some bandwagons hopping on. Uh, just uh, I want to I want to get your thoughts on, on this fan base. Yeah, on your own. I'm, fan I'm base. not on the Internet to clarify. I think that's an important context. I'm not on Reddit. Um, so probably good. Yeah. Try to focus on the UVs. They give skin cancer, though. So <laughs> Jake is very offline. Yeah, I should have clarified that. Especially with your comment about Harden slimming down. He has not seen any of that footage. Because that's purely Twitter. I also still don't so buy it. So he didn't see bullshit. James Harden throw the cake. Yeah, he threw the cake. He threw the cake off the boat. He threw the cake. He was on a yacht. Or a boat, whatever, was presented with a big cake, a large stacked cake for his birthday. He chucked the cake off the side of the boat. Or yacht. And my point is that, you know, the the fat James Harden needs that. And he's slim now. Doesn't mean he's the goblin yodels when no one's looking. Let's let's see my court. (laughs) If you tell him it's carrot cake, he'll be like, that's healthy. And I'll eat there it. There you go. Deceived. So, but, or maybe he says that. He says, Daryl, I'm just eating carrot cake. Don't you worry. Little coffee cake in the morning. It's all good. I mean, it he sounds like he- Daryl, or looks like Daryl enjoys his carrot cake, too. Uh, Daryl, yeah. Weird body. Daryl's big. Um, Daryl's a, Daryl's a tall dude. I didn't realize he was that big. But God almighty. Uh, am I excited to see what shape or not James Harden is in? Because I I, stri- I, I strictly don't believe it. I, I just simply can't believe it until I see. It. I just don't. I, I just I don't care, and I can't we're believe it. Month that. and a half from season two. Yeah, we're so we're close. Way too we're long. closing in. That's true. It'll be it'll be before I know it, which is wild to me. But yeah, I'm also just I'm also just purely excited for watching Ben Simmons play basketball, like you were saying, Patrick. I know we talk about this man way too much, but at the same time, um, he was just the only person... He was just booed at the U.S. Open. So, I mean... Jeez. I didn't know that. So, even in, even in yeah, the New York see, country. This is offline. I, I, can, I, can, I can tell you a lot of wild shit, Jake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the internet. What's going on? Let me tell you. I but God Almighty! I mean, you're not you're not on the internet, but we know Kyrie is, and we certainly know uh, KD is, and um, Ben Simmons is no longer engaged to Maya Jama, FYI. True. So I don't know what that means for his basketball status. Um, not good. But you know, maybe he's focused on ball. I don't know. Maybe he's focused on uh, Warzone streaming. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's focused on being a socialite in Brooklyn, which, um, you know, as two socialites he in, Brooklyn, in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, Should wear a hat. Manhattan, um, Harlem, Bronx, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. I don't know. Buffalo. I don't know where the rich Buffalo people live. Is, uh, it's like about from uh, Tacoma to uh, Portland about, you know. <laughs> Maybe he just was back in Sydney or Auckland or somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> where 
wherever he's from down under where he doesn't well, play basketball for the national team either. Good for him. I mean, we insult this man, but Jesus Christ, he's loaded and he hasn't he doesn't do what he's paid to do. I really like <laughs> He's your quiet. Point, he's Jack. not even quiet quitting. He's just loud quitting. You know, oh, you know yeah. the quiet quitting yeah, train. Yep, that's Seinfeld. Seinfeld. He I like Jack's point that we talk about Ben Simmons more than anyone else on this podcast, and it's making me wonder, and with a Nets fan here, maybe this is the perfect time to premiere this. Should we perhaps bleep his name anytime mentioned, just like we do with he who shall not be named? Should we do Uh, that? No, because I want everyone to know it's Simmons that we're hating on, and it's Simmons that deserves a hate. Um, it, unless he like beats the Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals, and yeah, we we won't talk about him. But don't think that's gonna. That's happen. true. The uh, bleeping of he who shall not be named is more out of envy and desire to go back, whereas I don't think there's any desire to go back nope. to Ben Simmons. Nope, haven't looked back at all. Well, do you guys have any more questions for? Um, our Nets fan here. Um, anything else coming to mind? I just thought it so was hilarious Nets... that his defining characteristic is just being a Nets fan. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's like his only personality trait that we care about. That's it. That's well, he it. also said Jets and Mets. Yeah, but is that... it's, it's hard to get out of bed in the summer. Yeah, you know? it's like that's the holy trinity. It's the... I don't know, Jets, or maybe Mets, whatever Nets. the opposite is. My God. Good for you. Yankees, Dodgers. Namaste. You could have gone, I mean, I guess Knicks I haven't done anything. It could have been Giants, Yankees. How do you feel about Giants, lifetime. Yankees, Knicks combo? It's probably pretty popular. It's pretty Chad. It's pretty problematic, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Damn. Damn. I mean, yeah, that's not how I was raised. I picked my teams. Um, but, well, eventually I, I picked to stick with them, I should say. And um, the people who don't do that and they choose to then root for the other team, obviously that's disgraceful um, in, you know, in, in these parts of the land. Um, so are you a New Jersey Devils fan? Yeah, I'm a passive NHL fan, but if I have to pick a team, definitely the Devils. Okay. I don't know anything yeah, about no, the NHL. There, so There's probably a bunch of guys they might not let play from Russia. Or, that would really fuck up oh, the league, right? I don't know I how that works. About that. Damn. Well, they yeah, the that's more of an NHL problem than a... Figure it out, Batman. Problem. C- cancel it. Put more NBA games on TV factoid yeah you can thank la mickey for the nba season starting mid-october this is fucked up trying to mess with my nfl season it's messed up man i mean it's nice you get you get basketball and football that's peak that's peak season right and end of mlb and what else is there well there's a there's a well it's not really it's not really october but there's a Fall Winter World Cup and hey. soccer. I guess yeah, Premier League is going. I heard uh, Kylian Mbappe hates Planet Earth. I saw that on the internet today. 
Oh, so you oh, are with on the, the PJs with the uh, private jet talk. Oh, is he is he taking private jets? I I don't know any context of this. I don't know what he's referring to. They all are. They freaking England's the size of Oregon, and they fly to their games for. Is sake. it even that big? They he and the owner. <laughs> yeah, I think it. it's like the same size as Oregon geographically. Jesus. I think if you include Wales. They uh, the context is that they were laughing at a press conference. Him and the owner of PSG when someone asked if they were going to take their jet to what's a couple hour train ride away. They thought it was a hilarious question, and now they're canceled. Yeah. They got canceled for for living the good life, the high life. Well, you have well, to. I mean, what, their PSG is owned by Qatar? And the only reason they're rich is oil money. So, I mean, fucking fired up. I mean, isn't Mbappe the GM, too? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> who, who, he's the Kevin Durant of the PSG. I think he might so. be better. He actually scored. In Champions League, wow! Play. Yeah, yeah, he, he won. He carried. All right, well, that's because actually that French wasn't team. locking him down. Bag the uh, brace. There, there's a there's a beep right there. All right, well, that should be it for our basketball segment. And we want to thank you, Jake, for for discussing the Nets with us. Um, hopefully, you that's can fun, uh, come Jake. back. To, hopefully, you can come back during the season. Uh, because honestly. Sixers are probably just going to be on top of the East the whole way, and uh, it's just how it's going to be. I look forward to watching the tape beforehand. <laughs> Hold on a sec. He's got NFL predictions for us. He's got I know, NFL. I know. Oh, okay. I was You're just thanking like him looking. for the basketball segment, okay, because you know <laughs> what time it is. It's time to talk some football baby football football football's back and you know it's coming back we got football and football is back Woo! yeah yeah we got football predictions because the season is here on thursday night does jack not like football i don't like patrick <laughs> Dude, I could totally see Chris Collinsworth <laughs> dancing and clapping to that song. Football. I have no. I, I want to be clear. <laughs> I have no issues with football. Football and I are fine. Uh, That's good. That's good to know because guess season. what? We have NFL predictions. You want to know why? Want to know why we have NFL predictions? Win the why? Because football is back. Thursday night football, we got the Bills versus Rams, baby. And then Sunday, huh, Scott Hansen, hello. Red zone, back. Eagles winning it. At least their division. I don't know about the whole thing, but they're winning stuff. Um, fuck yeah, guys. We made it. We made it through training camp. We made it through the offseason. And now we are here. We are here with our NFL predictions. Jake, I hope you came strapped and ready with some big, bold predictions. Because, man, you know what we say on the show. Book it, because with these predictions, we are guaranteeing free money. Free money with this stuff, all right? All right? 
So after you hear this, go go to your uh, bookie, go to your sports betting app, whatever you do, and uh, you know, put some money down. Put some money down on this stuff. Um, let's get into it, guys. Let's get into it. Who wants to start off NFL predictions? Who thinks they got the best predictions or prediction, and then we can just sort of go in a circle? Well, I'm actually glad that you talked about our performance when it comes to these predictions because I was really proud when I went back and looked at the ones that we made for last season. And let me just read off some of those for you because, like I said, pretty proud of that. First off was one Trey Lance, a high draft pick by Jack's beloved 49ers, I predicted that he would be the equivalent of one Taysom Lance, Taysom Hill rather, on the Saints. And I think they played the same amount of ball, pretty comparable there. And I think after year one, at least, we could say that was definitely a hit. My second prediction was that Mac Jones would win Rookie of the Year. And of course, he didn't win Rookie Mm, of the Year, but I would say that, you know, pretty impressive at the same time. All right. Yeah. And then my final prediction from last year was that Gardner Minshew would start a game for the Eagles. Now it was because I had no faith in Jalen Hurts and thought that he would get benched. And in reality, he got injured, which is why Gardner Minshew started a game. But Gardner and Minshew started a game. How about that? Three for three, folks. Let's go for six for six this year. And I'm going to start off with one of my favorite bets that I make every single year. And that revolves around the Cowboys wins over under. We're going under again, once again this year. I don't care what the line is at. You always bet the under. It's like betting against the Knicks. It's free money. Like Pat said. How do we feel about that one, boys? Major factoid regarding the Knicks. Major factoid. Yeah, um, what like that what is the in. total wins for them? Or, or like I said, I don't care. I think it's ten and a half. It could be ten. I don't care. Bet the under. There's no chance that team is winning double digit games. Okay, I think there's seventeen now though. I I'm I'm equating that. Oh, you you counted for it's, that? In it's your, in my math, models. It's your mathematical models. Yeah, I added it Smash. into my process. All right. We'll, we'll watch the tape on that one, too. Smash it. Nice. Smash that. Smash that. Book it. Book it. Um, do you want to do your second or Jack? Jack, you want to go? I'm going to go number two. I'm on a roll. I'm on a heater. And, you know, when you're on a heater, just run it back. And I'm going to bet that Trey Lance is once again Taysom Lance this season <laughs> and plays the equivalent amount of ball not necessarily snaps, but quality of play, as Taysom Hill is often known to do. And I'll add on to that bet that Jimmy G will start by week 10. How about that? That's not bad. And finally, for my third (laughs) bet... Jack's face I want to rag on someone a little bit who I have no faith in, and that is one Justin Herbert. Everyone is so high on this man because I admit it, he's a very talented individual. You can see it with his Go Ducks, baby. Go Ducks, baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Is that something you want to talk about right now? Uh, the Ducks? Yeah, they got fucking obliterated. Um, yeah. Okay, Anyways, carry on. Laser cannon arm, super athletic, all the traits. Perfect quarterback build. Yeah, you Except perfect quarterback build. Everything. between the fucking helmet microphone. He just doesn't have it. He doesn't have it, guys. <laughs> he is less than a 500, 500 ball record. This guy does <laughs> not so win important games. This is... I don't know what's wrong with him. He is never known as commanding a locker room. There is something wrong with this kid. And why are we going to pretend like he isn't airdropped into one of the best offensive situations in the league? And, oh, we're surprised when he puts up numbers in those systems. Give me a break. He has one of the best receiving cores in the league. Uh, he has one of the best all-around backs in the league. Some might say I wouldn't, but some would. Anyways, <laughs> in a winner-take-all game against Derek Carr last season, he did, he flubbed it. He bottled it. He got the ball in overtime. Nothing happened. They lost that game. So... Just whatever bets there are for Justin Herbert, maybe it's just the Chargers wins over unders. Bet it under because he's going to lose like the this. MVP to a division mate, Derek Carr. Who? Uh, just okay. like Derek Carr uh, stole cool. the playoffs from Justin Herbert last season, he's stealing the MVP trophy. Book it. Um, I like this nickname that you have for Herbert. Uh, you have here Sherbert Soft Serve. Soft the alliteration. serve nice. as hell. It's it's nice. Although it's I old. completely dis I completely disagree with you. Um, in terms of him not having the it factor, but <laughs> <laughs> get it on the record. <laughs> so, um, you can book it if you want. Uh, okay. Uh. Last one, RJ, for you? Yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl preview. Eagles. Chiefs. Okay. What about the Sixers? <laughs> Sixers, Sixers Chiefs? Warriors, so I can end this fucking podcast. Sixers <laughs> Chiefs. Okay. Uh, better Jack. Thank you, Jack. Jack, not Jake. Jack. What are your NFL predictions? Well, I... I, too, coincidentally, am running a few predictions back. However, I'll start with what's fresh and what's new. Well, really, I'm, I'm running one back. Bill Belichick will fall and break his hip this year. He's 70. Jesus. And <laughs> Not Pete Carroll? He's got, Pete Carroll looks fine. Pete Carroll's technically so older. Billy. But it looks fine. Nonetheless, Bill getting up there. I think he's getting a little senile. Uh, he just put Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, his, his co-offensive coordinators, or not the offensive coordinators, I guess. I don't know. We don't know. Um, we'll probably have to call life alert in the middle of a game. Wow. Strong medical team in the right situation. And you know what? I was doing some Googling, and coincidentally... Serenity Hill Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. A nice home. Uh, it's only a five-minute drive from Gillette Stadium. <laughs> so, you tell me. Also, also, maybe not coincidentally, but 
Gillette Stadium is, you know, pretty much right in between Boston and Providence, Rhode Island, which also happens to be right in between two AARP offices. So, you know, he's an old man. He's getting up there. And, you know, I know it's turf, but turf doesn't give. So neither could his knees uh, or his hips. Why Why all this slander for Bill Belly? What, what did he do bringing the Google map analysis here. Yes, the location the of AARP. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're getting up there, you got to know these things. You gotta have them written down, pinned on the fridge, because you might forget. Well, let's uh, stir back up some <clears throat> regional rivalries here now. If we're talking Patriots, I mean, I'm a little appalled that Patrick would even ask why hate on Bill Belichick. Why would you not hate on <laughs> Bill Belichick? Like, what is there to like? Um, also, just gonna put into that I bet against Mac Jones to win Rookie of the Year, and I won. So nice. Nice. There you go, RJ. Private bookie Spurl. I don't think that bet was me. That was me. But staying in the NFC or AFC East, staying regional, uh, the Jets. uh, That's it. They're they're just gonna call it as a franchise. That's it. Uh, And then my third prediction is running it back from a year ago. The position, the kicker, could be. It could actually prevent somebody from literally running back a kickoff, <laughs> but that's 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 that you know a position Stop player it. will will kick off a team in in coverage this year, and more specifically, that player you know Justin Reed, uh, maybe even maybe even you know attempts a field goal. I don't know. Could be the year. Could be the year. I think the momentum is building. This is more of a long-term prediction. This is a long-term investment. You got to diversify your portfolio. And while my other ones are pretty short-term because clock's ticking, Bill Belichick, but like, you know, this is a long-term one. If it doesn't happen this year, I'll probably rehash it up this uh, this next for for predictions next year. So um, it's going to be a pretty lit season all all around. I'm pretty excited. Going to have people kicking, people kicking the bucket program just teams done it's gonna be good cool is that is that all those all your predictions yeah super bowl cool very nice oh super uh, bowl. yeah super bowl yeah sorry, um, sorry. oh man i mean patriots uh <laughs> probably <laughs> uh, i don't know Pip. Patriots, Seahawks, uh. Pete v. Bill. <laughs> okay, uh, nice. Jake, did you come here with any NFL predictions? Locked and loaded, Patrick. Let's hear him. Number one. Fire away. Your boy, your one, your dear boy, Pennsylvania. He goes federal. <clears throat> Commandos yeah. win you, you good? the you NFC there? East. Whoa. Oh. Just clearing a little furball out of here. Out. Yeah, the Tigers. Yeah, uh, yes. Oof. Um, <laughs> we got the Commandos winning the NFC East this year. Uh, big, wow. Big year incoming for Wentz. He's going to he's gonna take yeah. the NFC least by storm. 
Just got to win nine games. Nine <laughs> oh, God, that's future. Wow. Hey, at least he agrees with my Cowboys bet then. <laughs> yeah, on that, let's move on to number two. <laughs> okay, so I think you must appreciate Salah, uh, Mr. Jack, coming in from the Bay Area. Big, big guy, big Salah guy, right? He knows his players. He was good. Yeah, yeah. He, he's <laughs> he was... no chance he's gonna rush hack Wilson into week one. You know, uh, we all know that. Nope. You, you can't save the franchise week one. Won't, won't happen. So no. Flacco coming in. Flacco starting for the Jets. They're gonna get a W over the Ravens. But Flacco doesn't finish the game. Mike White finishes the game. Jets up, baby. 1-0. Bring in Zach. Fire the nice. fucking cannon. Bold. That is bold. Do you book it? Do you book that one? Buy the ticket right now. It is booked, baby. There we go. Okay. Ticket bought. Booked it. Is it at home? All right. That game. Yes. Want to go? Oh, yeah, they're still cheap. No one goes. <laughs> it's right. true. Moving on. It's true. Uh, we got the Bucking Broncos over in AFC West. I mean, Russell Wilson, he's a little short, but the rest of the offense seems pretty talented. They got a good defense too, right? Pretty, pretty built to win. Russell Wilson throwing ducks all year. My boy Javante Williams. Killed it. Breakout season, right? Yeah, killed Breakout it. Season. Killed it his rookie year. Sharing sharing backs uh carries with a uh absolute dinosaur, Melvin Gordon. He's out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, what 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 are your thoughts on that? Um do you think it's still gonna be sort of fifty fifty, sixty four? Oh no, no. The the prediction is that he leads Javante Williams leads the league in all purpose yards. Oh let's go. Oh. I like that. Hey, I, I also predict Javante will be a top five running back by the end of the season. So, Look at this. Yeah, they're going to be good. Dimes, too. See, the yeah. unfortunate thing is, once again, Jake is offline, so he doesn't understand what I mean when I say Broncos country. Let's ride. Oh, you're going to have to show him that video. Uh, maybe he'll change his prediction after seeing that. So. Oh, Russell Wilson catchphrase. Uh, but the whole thing about the all-purpose yards is he can't throw the ball downfield. He's just going to duck it down to Javante. We all know that. I they like could that. still win, though. Hey, Jack, yeah. shout out to yeah. that West Coast-style offense. Yeah, I'm on the West Coast, too. <laughs> Bill did wonders. Bill Walsh. Are those the, the are those your uh, NFL predictions there? Book them. Book them. All Wait, right. Super Bowl. Well, Super you Bowl. have to cap it with Super a Bowl. Super Bowl pick. Oh, I'm so glad you guys asked. We got oh God. Packers over Raiders. Whoa. Interesting. Uh, probably not going to happen, but interesting. <laughs> As you um. can tell, we are drinking the Derek Carr Kool-Aid heavy in BK tonight. Yeah, yeah this needs this good. it's a bit it's a bit much. It's it's smelling a little foul. It's just you the too. taste is a little sour. Uh D car, not as good as you guys think he is. Um, <laughs> but you know sure, fuck it. You can book it. You can you can spend your money on them. But how about my NFL predictions? How about 
Pat Tars NFL predictions. All right, you, I got a couple here. Just gonna sort of rattle them off. All right, we got Josh Allen MVP. Um, don't really need to explain too much there. Just a just great guy. Boo. Great guy. No one's <laughs> predicting that one. Uh, we got Joe Burrow over forty-five touchdowns this season um, with that revamped Jesus. offensive line, and now we got he does have the best receiving core in the league. Um, no doubt about it. Forty. Oh yeah, at least forty-five touchdowns this season. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, here we go. Shut up, everyone. Uh, McCaffrey doesn't make it to week five. He is dust. I'm just sorry. Um, you know, that soft tissue injury last season with the non-contact, it's not It's not good. His body falling apart. They just ran him to the ground. Sort of like check down Najee. I'm not even sure check down Najee is going to make it to year four without breaking down. So we'll see what happens there. But McCaffrey does not make it to week five. Sorry to everyone that drafted him in fantasy. Uh, we got... Here we go. We got we're going down south to Miami and Tyreek realizes and this, you know, I could be wrong here, but Tyreek realizes that he made a mistake going from Mahomes to Tua and then starts clubbing hard halfway through the season and uh and then he just completely falls off. Uh it's sort of a bust. But in the end, maybe he just went down to Miami to club anyway. He already knew what he's getting in Tua and just doesn't go for it. He just went to club. So, um there we go. Tyreek club hard. Uh, then here we go. Lamar doesn't get paid before the start of the season. So it's big like risk two for days. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get paid. He's not. It's not. It's not happening. It's not happening. But I have a feeling that he sort of wants a certain amount of guaranteed money, um, and they just don't want to give that to him at this moment. So we'll see if that works out for you, Lamar. We'll see if that works out. Super Bowl prediction, Bills, Eagles. Uh, <laughs> gonna say the Bills win it for the first time ever. What? Sixers, Bills. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you predicting us to go there and not win? I just, I just think Josh Allen is having a career year. Sorry, <sighs> Jalen Hurts still brings us down, and uh, that's just, and then that's just how it is. Just down all the way to. The Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs> yep. Chokes, chokes in the big game. Uh, there you go. There you go. Those are my NFL predictions. Book it. Book it. So, there we have it, guys. Wow. NFLs, right here. Two days. I will get this episode out uh, on Wednesday. I'll get this done tomorrow. So. Um, they, so you demon. can have this. You can have this episode before the start of the NFL season, so you can get your bets in before the start. And then with basketball, um, yeah, it's coming up soon, month and a half, like RJ said. So, uh, Jake, to end the show, we do this every episode. We have a special segment called shoutouts. That's where you shout out someone. Uh, or many people, or or an object like Jack does frequently. Um, but yeah, just some someone you appreciate, something you're thankful for, and you give them. We give you this platform to shout them out, and maybe they can hear your shout out. So Jake, guests go first on this show in terms of shout outs. Who are you shouting out this week? We're talking U.S. Open tennis, baby. It's here. It's happening. 
Yeah, it's electric. It some good matches last night. We saw Danielle Collins, UVA great, if I might add. Uh, no, she uh, crushed in the first set, um, gave it her heart, played played on the line, and then uh, fortunately she lost the next two. But that was it was still nice to see her win the first one. You know, I got tired of watching it after the first ones. That was it. <laughs> oh, but then also uh, it looks like uh, it looks like Coco lost too. Oh. So. Dang. All right. Well, then we got one American who's still in there, though, and I think he deserves a shout out too. Our boy Tiafo. He uh, he really showed he had the stones against one of the all-time greats. He didn't back down for a second. He didn't look like he didn't belong there. And uh, very thrilled to see uh, you know uh, an American tennis player doing well after uh, quite a long period of, of not seeing someone advance to. Uh, I believe the quarterfinals in the majors. So, uh, shout out to Tiafo. Shout out to his boy Brooke, uh, Bradley Beal. Um, it's really a good idea for him to stay in Washington and just muck it up the Eastern Conference. Um, so, that's it. Good shout nice. outs. All right, Jack. Uh, who do you got? Jack has been sitting so close to the screen, probably just dying <laughs> to say something for so long. No, no, I just needed to change, you know, sometimes you just need to change positions, change feng shui. Um, my, I don't have any shout outs to any kind of uh, tennis or anything like that, but I'll give a shout out to the hosts in Portland, Oregon at the league office, as always. For a fun, fun fantasy party. We went hard on a Tuesday night. All had meetings the next morning that didn't stop any of us. And then I went out to breakfast and got some food with Patrick and Austin. It was very tasty. Also, shout out to Pine State Biscuits. Very delicious breakfast place in Portland, Oregon. So shout out to Pine State Biscuits and the league office. Biscuits. What did you say? Biscuits. Bisquick, Bisquick biscuits? Biscuit. No, just biscuits. Business? Biscuit. Nesquick? Biscuit. All right. Thank you for that shout out. It was great seeing you and that lovely face and those lovely locks. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Always love seeing Jacko in P-Town. Okay, RJ. You're up. Shout outs. Two shout outs. outs. First one to our boy over here, not in Brooklyn, out in Queens, but one Donnie Blake. Oh, that rap took me to took me Donnie. to five iron one day. Worked on my golf swing with me. Taught me to clear the hips. Clear the hips. When you join in the live tour, <laughs> still waiting on the snail mail to hit. I'm assuming. Damn. That's. I'm not gonna get an email. Maybe just a letter. But you just get. A... Never mind. Don't do it. 
All right, my second, second shout, out, second shout, shout out, out is much more. Oh, I didn't finish my first shout out, but the clearing the hips yeah. totally worked. Shout out, Donnie. Donnie, love you, Donnie. Hope we catch you for tutters on this Sunday. Someone's got to bring the parliaments. Absolutely, ripping darts. Absolutely, Donnie. Second shout out, much more important shout out. Is to a member of this podcast right here, the true host driving the ship every other week, except during the off season. But not just because of his hosting duties is he getting this shout out, but one Patrick Lee part released his film this week. Three days, catch it on YouTube. It's no, it's not public anymore. Catch it at a local film festival near you. And AMC yeah. Regal was, Netflix, was great to see. HBO, the... Amazon, Discovery Plus, Paramount Plus. What am I missing? Hulu. Huh? Netflix. Hulu? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, Anyways, great to see the fruits of the labor that you've been putting in. It was yes, made good me work. very proud to see. And um, yeah, very excited to see where this film goes and where you go from here, too. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I guess I'll start off my shout outs with uh, everyone that came to the premiere that I had in Portland. It was really it's a fun time. Got dressed up a little bit, acted like it was a red carpet. And uh, it was it was really nice showing my friends that had helped me work on this project. Um, it's just as much theirs as it is mine's, just with their help and work. And couldn't have done it without them. So shout out to them. Um, the film is not public on YouTube right now because for some film festivals they want it to be the premiere and you can't post it anywhere. So gonna have to wait for that. Got to figure out which ones I want to submit it to. But if you want it. It's unlisted. That means if you have the link, you can watch it. So hit me up, DMs, Twitter, whatever. Fuck. I don't know. If you have my number, text me uh, and I'll send you that link. So uh, yeah, shout out to everyone. Shut up for the premiere. And then I guess the second shout out will be to uh, Jake the Nets fan. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for you did the whole show with us. Very impressive. Um, not many can hang with this crew. As you could tell, gets gets rowdy gets rowdy but um no we did well you did extremely well especially for little lull in the nba offseason not too much noise but it's nice having you come on and talk nets because you know it can get a little biased here on no country for big men it can be a little biased so it's nice bringing it in another perspective especially one for the for the nets you know which a lot of drama surrounding we, that team so thanks can we what? like agree to have I don't know how off the grid you are but like we need you to when there's like a big internet thing you gotta come on and we gotta explain it to you I think that's that's really I think that that's a that's something that needs to happen every 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 now and then. So good segment. There'll be plenty of content. content. I like that. Yeah. 
is. I, I yeah, learned yeah. at some point. Yeah, well, you know, it's like at, at, there's it's just going to be somebody. Hand. You know, there's just going to be something that's happening on the internet again, and then we have to explain it to you, which simultaneously, probably in the process, we figure out how stupid it is that it's even a thing. But it also probably blows your mind that human beings are even con- consuming these things on a daily basis. Like, James Harden not consuming cake <laughs> was a thing for, like, 24 hours. Very hot take. Don't think it actually yeah. happened. I, I'm, I don't... This is my first time meeting you. My theory about you... <laughs> is that while you are a Nets Jets Mets fan it complete that it like that terribleness and what you would call you know tough days completely canceled out by the fact that you're not online and your life is probably so much better than all of ours you've reached a fantastic equilibrium in both happiness nice. and sadness that everybody should try to achieve and it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. So I don't. That, that's my that's my hot take on on you, which <laughs> you know could be wrong. Maybe maybe you're on Insta all day TikTok, but I think you found the right balance in life. So I'll I'll credit you that. Thank you, and. To that point, if the snake ever brings a parade to Brooklyn, it's going to be great. <laughs> IRL boys, we're come on out, come to Brooklyn for the parade. I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Why would I do? Not even. I'm going to me. Philly for the parade. Philly, this one's for you. All right. Well, that hey, ends Minnesota our go bear. Twin towers out there. The TTs, the TTs, um, they'll be coming down soon enough. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Episode 40, guys. There you have it. Special guest on the show. Some NFL predictions. Nothing like it. Here we are at the Apex Sports season. Actually, I guess that's like a month and a half away when NBA starts. But nonetheless, fall is here. Thanks for listening. Episode 40, 40 down, 40 to go. Heard it here first. Book it. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.